What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events, it's Prophecy Time. Author and pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Alan Davis is my name. And I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ. That is the death and burial and resurrection of the great coming king. There is only one city of Babylon ever that's been great and mighty, and that's the historical one. When Nebuchadnezzar, the king of ancient Babylon, was in his palace in Daniel chapter 4, he said this. Notice his words in verse 30. Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom of the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? Nebuchadnezzar, as he thought about the city that he was in, in Daniel chapter 4, verse 30, called it Great Babylon. It was taken... This great Babylon on October the 13th, 539 B.C., future Babylon, is taken and destroyed immediately prior to the coming of this great king, Jesus Christ, in the last vile judgment in Revelation chapter 16. Notice what the kings of the earth say in Revelation chapter 18, verse 10. Alas, alas! That great city, Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. So here we have a similarity that this great Babylon of the future falls like the city of ancient Babylon fell on October the 13th, 539 B.C., before the great coming king, Jesus Christ. Artaxerxes Longomanus made a decree on the 1st of Nisan, the 20th year of his reign, which is identified as March the 14th, 445 B.C. In Daniel chapter 9, the most important Bible prophecy that there is, we have three different sections, the seven seven section of 2,520 days or 17,640 days, the additional 62 seven period of 2,520 days or, or 156,240 days, giving us a total of 173,880 days from March the 14th, 445 B.C. to the first Palm Sunday on April the 6th, 32 A.D., according to 
Sir Robert Anderson in his book, Becoming Prince, published in 1957. And there remains on the prophetic clock, on the prophetic calendar, a period of 2,520 days divided Daniel chapter 9, verse 27 talks about the midst of the week or the midst or the middle of the seven period. Now, we have a couple of verses that we need to also understand. One in Isaiah 33, 8, because in the middle of this period, we have the breaking of the covenant. Isaiah 33, 8, notice this, the highways lie waste, the wayfaring man ceaseth, he hath broken the covenant, he hath despised the city, he regardeth no man. So here we see the highways smashed all the pieces at the end of the tribulation period because he has broken the the covenant. And notice what it says here in Psalm chapter 55, verse 20. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. So the Antichrist, the coming prince, who negotiates this treaty, the seven year treaty, breaks it in the middle of it himself. He's broken his own treaty. Now, today we're going to be moving on here to these seven key phrases in Bible prophecy. A total of seven key phrases in the Bible clearly teach us that one half of the seven period remaining on the prophetic clock on the prophetic calendar is three and a half times or three and a half years or 42 months or 1,260 days. And there are seven of these phrases in the Bible. The first being in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25. We're going to be picking up here at verse 25 talking about the Antichrist, who is this beast who ascends out of the bottomless pit. And it says this, starting in verse 25, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall, notice this, wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time, and times, and the dividing of time. So he has authority or overcomes these saints, Christians, we'll call them, individuals who are saved, for three and a half times or 42 months or 1,260 days. These are all synonymous terms. Verse 26. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. 
whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Now, today we have a lot of material to cover, and I'm hoping that we're going to be able to cover most of this stuff today. But the point that I'm making here in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, is that the Antichrist, this beast who has a body, who is a king, a horn, like these other ten kings, but he's different. He's going to be overcoming, or here in Daniel 7, 25, wearing out the saints of the Most High. He's overcoming them. Now, let's look at some parallel passages here in the Bible that we need to look at. Revelation 6, starting in verse 9, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the, the altar, the altar, The souls of them that were slain. Here it is. He's overcoming these saints. They were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. He has authority over these saints for three and a half times or 42 months or 1,260 days, which is three and a half years. He's broken the covenant. The beast, this is the beast out of the earth in Revelation 13. And notice what it says here in verse 15. And he had power. No, I'm sorry. This is the beast um, out of the sea, right? Revelation 13, 7. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Here is a parallel passage. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Now, here we have the false prophet, the beast out of the earth, Revelation 13, 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. This guy's a violent individualist, false prophet. He has two horns like a lamb, but he speaks like a dragon. Then in Revelation 17, 6, talking about this Babylon, I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Revelation 17, 24, and in her was found the blood of these preachers, murdering these preachers, the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. Let's move on to our second phase, our phrase in Bible prophecy, which is Daniel chapter 12, verse 7. Uh, Notice this. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand into heaven and swear by him that liveth forever that it should be for a time and times and in half. So here we see 
at the end of this verse, Daniel 12, 7, which is in Daniel 12, 1, during a time of unparalleled trouble in the world, none like it before, none like it after. And it says that this trouble is going to be for a time, times, and a half, three and a half times, or... 42 months, or 1,260 days. And I want you to notice the end of this verse here, Daniel 12, 7. And when he shall have accomplished to, notice this, scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. So one other verse that we ought to think about in comparison to this, scattering the power of the holy people in Daniel 12, 7, is Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 25. Notice this. Here's the prayer of the prophet. Pour out thy fury upon the heathen. This is a prayer. Pour out thy fury upon the heathen that have not known thee, and upon the families that call not upon thy name. For they have eaten up Jacob and devoured him and consumed him and have made his habitation desolate. Or they've scattered the power of the holy people. Or we're going to see here in a moment in Revelation 12, it says the exact same thing. Now we're moving on to Revelation 11. So these seven key phrases in Bible prophecy are found in Daniel and in Revelation. Two of them in Daniel, Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 12, and five of the seven found in Revelation 11, 12, and 13. So these three chapters in the book of Revelation, which reveals the great, 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 coming king, Jesus Christ, are very important for us to understand. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. Revelation 11, Revelation 12, Revelation 13. Two of them in Revelation 11, two of them in Revelation 12, and the beast out of the sea is allowed to continue 40 in two months. And Revelation 16, 10 talks about his kingdom. At first, they're saying, who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him? He's successful in warfare. As he ascends out of the bottomless pit or is empowered by the devil. Now, going back to Revelation chapter 11, we're talking about the overthrow of the city of Jerusalem. For, according to verse 2, 40 in two months. One of our seven key phrases in the Bible that we need to understand if, we're, if we read the Bible. If an individual reads the Bible, do you read the Bible? How many times have you read the Bible over the last 10 years? What about over the last five years? Do you read the Bible? But the court, Revelation eleven two, which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city, where also our Lord was crucified later on in the chapter. The holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. 
Now, we could go, and when, one day we're going to do this, go over to see some of our symbols in the book of Revelation, one being in Revelation 14, which, is allude, which alludes back to Jeremiah 25, where the prophet is instructed to take this wine cup of God's fury at his hand. And this wine cup starts in verse 18 of Jeremiah 25 at Jerusalem. Jerusalem gets it first, this wine cup of God's fury and the cities of Judah. And so just something to think about there. Number four, our fourth key phrase in Bible prophecy is found in Revelation chapter 11, verse 3, the next verse. And I give, I will give power to my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred threescore days or 1,260 days. And one parallel passage that we need to look at is Psalm 79. Now notice this. We'll read verses 1 through 3. Oh God, the heathen are coming to thine inheritance. Thy holy temple, thy holy temple have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem on heaps, the dead bodies, talking about these two witnesses here, the dead bodies, Psalm 79, of thy servants have they given to be meat unto the fowls of the heaven, the flesh of thy saints unto the beast of the earth, their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. And if we had time, we would skip down to some verses here, talking about the prayer of the psalmist here in 79, similar to the one that we saw in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 25, where the prayer is, pour out thy wrath. That is the prayer upon the heathen. Number five, and before we move on here, I do need to kind of promote, which I should have done earlier, but our church, we don't have, you know, professional actors or anything like this, but and we don't, this is not a Cecil B. DeMille's publication, but we produced this video, 20, the 25 torments of hell that we're giving away for free for anybody who would like to text this number or call, text or call, and have your address clearly give it to my wife here at 646 646- Three one four three six two five, and so it was. It helped us to use some of the Apple technology to produce these flames, and so we've got the twenty-five torments of hell that we produced our church, different individuals in our church at that time, and so give us a call or text the twenty-five torments of hell at. 646-314-3625. Okay, so we're moving on here. The fourth key phrase, I think we saw that one, yes. So we're moving on to the fifth one, the Revelation chapter 12, verse 6. The most important chapter that we need to understand, if we're going to understand the midpoint of the tribulation period, is Revelation chapter 12. The woman that has brought forth this man-child, 
who is going to be ruling all nations with a rod of iron, flees into the wilderness in Revelation 12, 6. And um, it says, the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that she that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred three score days. So there we have the nation of Israel, these Jews, the remnant of this woman's seed fleeing into the wilderness. Some flee into the mountains. Some flee over into Jordan. Some flee out into the desert for a period of 1,203 score days. And if we were to compare that to Zechariah chapter 13, at Jerusalem, is talking about when they get saved, after they get saved, two parts therein shall be cut off, but the third will go through the fires, where God is going to be refining them as silver is refined. And so here we have Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 24, a very interesting and important Bible prophecy for us to understand, starting in verse 15. We'll not read all of it as we don't have a whole lot of time left. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. This is the abomination or this abominable idol of the Antichrist. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Number six, our sixth key phrase of Bible prophecy is found in Revelation 12, 14. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she should fly into the wilderness, into the place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time, half a time. And lastly, the seventh key phrase, Bible prophecy phrase, that we need to understand if we're going to be able to understand this future context that reveals the great coming king is Revelation chapter 13, verse 5, the beast out of the sea, or the Antichrist. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. Now, at first, they're saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? But at the end, his kingdom. In Revelation 16, 10, near the time of the end of these 42 months that he is allowed to continue, is plunged into darkness. Bow your head if you believe the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ that he died, was buried, rose again from the dead. Pray something like this. Dear God, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, rose again from the dead. I accept you now as Savior. Amen. And now, God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving from It's Prophecy Time. If you just prayed this prayer to receive Christ as Savior, we would like to send you a booklet for new converts that will help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Please call 646-314-3625 so we can get this booklet in the mail to you as soon as possible. 
Relax, reflect, and rejoice this holiday season from It's Prophecy Time. If you miss a program, we do have a podcast where you can get our messages anytime for your convenience. Go to Apple or Google Podcasts, then type in the search box, It's Prophecy Time. You are important to us. Reaching out to families throughout this area, It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.